0: on this week's episode of diet starts monday we are delving in to the jesus christ superstar talk a little bit about our favorite yodeler on twitter and take it back down memory lane uh, with your favorite cartoons sitcoms all the good good from tv growing up sit back relax and enjoy the ride your three favorite cows driving on the east coast figuring it out and always doing the most we've got our ups and downs at the end of the day don't forget diet starts monday
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another riveting episode of Diet Starts Monday. Um, There's a lot going on in the world and in our lives, and we're here to share it all with you. So, Brandon, Maya, what's the hap sis? What's going on?
0: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. It is a new day. It is April.
1: It. First of
0: all, welcome everyone to the month of April. Yes,
1: Aries yes, Shout Aries. out
0: to, I was going to say shout out to the Aries out there. By the time you hear this, our girl, Aja Nay, better known as Aja Slay, <laughs> yeah, will be another rotation around the sun with us. Ooh. So shout out to that.
1: I feel a quarter life crisis coming on 24.
0: In other news, things that happened. Um, did any of y'all watch Jesus day Superstar? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? I did.
0: Thoughts, feels, revelations. Uh,
2: I, uh, um, I don't think Mr. Legend was right for the role. He did fine, but nothing to write to Christ about, you know, nothing to pray about, I guess. Brandon, you know V Dixon, Brandon T Dixon, whichever V Dixon, whatever whoever he is. Judas, Judas was great, slaying it. Sarah Bareilles, uh, amazing, voice of an angel. But John Legends, that was not. I don't know if it like, wasn't his range or if he just wasn't like, Aah! like super enough for it. You know but who is a superstar? I didn't love it. Who?
1: Yodeling Walmart boy? Oh, true. <laughs> I love him.
0: Oh my key, god. I'm
1: waiting to find out his parents are like racist ass Trump supporters, but for now I'm just enjoying his uh his uh Twitter the Twitter videos.
0: Yeah, everyone yep. so far everyone's been like, is he the one? Is he our our icon, our unproblematic meme? Because I think nobody's been able to figure out anything like truly awful about him, which is when uh, <laughs> I mean, he is I'm a child. Waiting.
2: I feel like it's cause he's like six. And that's fine. Like yeah. Shout out to
0: his Yodel. I, like I honestly watched it and I was just like, What is this?
1: <laughs> uh, what's it called? Roseanne is also back on um television and she's like low key, like a crazy white supremacist, anti Semite, like Really? Yes.
0: I thought she just lived in Hawaii and like she like took her like Roseanne money and just was like eating coconuts. Like high key, uh, I really thought that's no, what she was she doing.
2: Is- she's honestly been a problem since 2008 yeah she's like a birther um
1: also was like she was very involved in pizzagate um she also um did a very like some will call it controversial i will call it what it is and fucking racist is what it was um she did a photo shoot where she was dressed as hitler and she was burning jew cookies so she also wrote that article that.
2: when um, Hillary was running against Barack, saying that Barack Obama needed to step back and bow down to the woman and wait four years to run, and then like it was time for the woman, so he should bow down. Um, um, um,
1: when your woman and your black identities conflict Mm, there was no conflict there
2: it was really (laughs) just
0: um super well i do have one whole comment on taking it back to the the jesus christ superstar because to be honest as like a, a music turd and all that sort of stuff i've actually never seen that show before and i was like pretty confused watching it um even though like I guess I pretty much know the gist of what happens and all. It's like one of those musicals where they pretty much sing everything and there's very little actual dialogue. Um I will retreat the sentiment that Sarah Burles is uh. divine. Um I saw her in Waitress uh, about a month or so ago, um, which is the show that she wrote all the music for based on like the movie or the book and then also starred in for like a brief period of time. She is literally amazing. Um, So if y'all ever get a chance out there in this world to see her live in a show at her own concerts, just like she is so talented it's stupid. Um, And she did a really great job, I would agree. John Legend, to answer your question, Maya... It's definitely not have the range for that part. It's meant to be a tenor. And he is like a tenor two at best. Um, definitely more of a par- baritone vocal. So I, I kind of felt the same thing. I was like, he's making some choices here. Um, but he just don't have the range for it. Not that he not to knock him on his talent, but he literally does not have the range for that.
2: Yeah, And he's like there were some like. The the high notes just gave me anxiety. He like hit that oh, low, uh, okay, or maybe oh, it was he's Spicer's. got low. He's yeah, got yeah, that yeah.
0: ministry. The, the high's like he can only go so high.
2: Yeah, and that's okay. And he kept trying. I like, was just concerned for his vocal cords, honestly.
0: And then that and Brandon and it's Brandon Dixon. I think we were saying um, didn't. I'm pretty sure he was Aaron Burr when we saw Hamilton. If I'm he, not mistaken. Yeah,
2: he was he was the Aaron Burr who um, confronted Ooh, Mike Pence I my and I think was the Aaron Burr when we went as well.
0: So we've actually seen him in person. He is the shit. He was. But anyway, that was just shit. my like little two cents on that. Um, yes. All in all, an interesting show. But I don't know if I would like go and pay money to see it.
2: Are they doing it anything beyond like the live? Like that was it, right? One and done, I think. So, yeah. Maybe that's all we needed. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: There was also a video that dropped of like every, not every news anchor ever, obviously, but um, those run by, oh gosh, what company is it? Sinclair. Um, Sinclair, yeah. And they're all like, they were all basically fed this. Uh, script about how like they have to do a better job of like reporting news in an, you know, like in an unbiased way and how like sometimes news is biased. And it was basically just like, mass propaganda like to perpetuate the whole trump idea of fake news right i'm assuming this like this was all happening around the like the election time and stuff like that and i'm just like holy shit like it's 2018 and we're still playing this whole propaganda game and like i shouldn't be surprised but it was just so watching people say something like multiple times in like the like the literally verbatim the same exact uh script it was just like Oh, and they all performed it. It was like, I don't know, it was like watching a bunch of robots. I don't know. Did it, Did either of you see it?
0: No, I did not. I might have to like peep this later. Yeah,
2: I uh, I saw it. Um, I think I shared it with you guys, but it, it's interesting because um, speaking from someone who spent years in journalism school, Sinclair was sort of like one of the best places you could hope to get a job for 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 post graduation because they own so many local media stations or local news stations, but then was bought out by a conservative company like not too long ago, which is why this whole ad thing is like playing and why they're required to everyone is required in each station to like play commercials and like play that ad whenever they're doing the news so like you said ash it's very um 1984 ish
1: yeah it felt very like puppet strings i who is the british guy rupert murdoch i think it is who like owns all of cable over there or something um it was just like ugh. i saw it actually I, th- I think i saw it a couple times before you sent it and then I like saw the link again and I was like oh I need to stop watching this before bed because it's like scary movies don't scare me because that shit is fake but like this is the real horror story and I will save my conspiracy theories for myself so there we go but yeah that happened
0: <laughs> oh this world is wild um I feel like there's one Well, a couple other like little things that have happened, Um, as y'all are probably aware, there was another um, shooting this time at the YouTube headquarters in California.
1: Um, Can we get some gun control with the side of mental health uh, awareness and care? Thanks.
0: Yeah, I don't want to dive too deep into it, honestly, but, you know. Um, from what I understand, there were three of the employees, I guess, people at YouTube injured one critically injured. Um, and the only casualty so far was the shooter herself. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it kind of panned out to be. That's
1: my understanding too.
0: So, yeah, so definitely, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it sucks that like, it really feels like every time this kind of thing happens, um, you know, no matter what kind of like scale it's on, like I'm not going to minimize based on like number of casualties or this, this and that, but it just feels like, Oh, uh, another one. It's, it's just, it's just another one. Yeah. Not, which is it, it, it just continues, continues to not shock anymore, which is yeah, That's tiring sad. and yeah, sad. Um, but, you know, hoping that all those people are, are doing okay. Um, you know, wishing the best for their, their friends and families and everything. Definitely. um last bits on here cool. there was Allison Schoner, yes. my
2: childhood hero and her yes her joke vogue essay her teen vogue excuse me not vogue vogue teen vogue yeah she wrote this like really deep heartfelt essay for teen vogue just like coming out as queer and talking about falling in love with a woman and how she tried to like pray it away and it didn't work and i don't know it was cute I liked it. I'm like, live your truth, girl. I wanted to be a dancer because of you as a child. And you was killing it with (laughs) Missy Elliott for all those years. And now you're still killing it. And then related, going to draw connections here because Allison Stoner was in Step Up with Channing Tatum, where he met his wife, Jenna, Uh... who just announced that they're getting separated, which means I can never watch that video of her pretending to be him on lip sync battle, dancing to pony without crying anymore.
1: Am I the only person who's excited about this? Like fucking Channing Tatum's back on the market. Can we get a like no, amen? No, because he's not, not a, oh my gosh, I lost all hope and he's love. Like, like what? Past
2: no. prime. Like if this was like Whoa. six years ago. Okay. Oh. But you know, this version of Channing Tatum, no one wants, including his wife. So. oh, Oh,
1: I guess except me. Well, I'll take him. If you're looking to downgrade, boo, hit me up. That's everything. That's everything on my list. Winnie I Mandela died. Like,
2: <laughs> Just going to throw that out there.
1: Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> Here we are ending dark again. I All mean, right. that's
2: not dark. It's not <laughs> like she died young or was assassinated. She lived that's a true. full life. And she was super and influential. A though, like, life. But, you know, now she yeah. can go hang out with Nellie up in... um. And by Nelly, I mean Nelson, not Nelly the rapper. Um, not. <laughs> other <than laughs> heaven. And
0: that's a dilemma.
2: Yeah. Ah, sh- um, and so not Lantham. Lantham bit Beyonce's face. So the end. <laughs> More to come.
0: <laughs> yes. That's that old man.
2: <laughs> It's a wrap. <laughs>
0: and we're back so moving into the the hot gossip, the the 411 the 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 real deal the meat of this sandwich of an episode <laughs> we're going to have Ajane lead the way i am just full of the rhymes take them there aj
1: <laughs> thanks brandon i think it's really funny that you use my full name cuz that's never a thing
0: don't um, forget that accent egu okay <laughs> well, I'll ask you to turn up,
1: but all right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pick a random topic. Thanks. This is random. my drum roll. <laughs> <Brrr>. <laughs> Thanks, random number gem- generator. Uh, we are going to talk about, and I feel like we'll all enjoy this topic because it's a little throwback. Uh, it's us doing some more reminiscing, which I feel like is something we all really enjoy especially because times were easier. We had less bills, all that good stuff. But um, we're going to discuss some iconic shows of the 90s and 2000s. Um, I just finished Living Single. I like, you know, parsed it out pretty, pretty well. I I took a whole two months instead of like a whole two days. Um, And it just sent me back to a simpler time where black sitcoms were thriving and, you know, all of our pants were sagging. It was, it was, it was good. So, uh, okay. I guess I'll start by asking what were some of your favorite shows as a child for both of you?
2: Are we focusing specifically on sitcoms or like shows as a whole? Nah, I want (laughs) to hear about all of it. Okay. This is an
0: open forum, Um, I think.
2: Well, for starting all the way at the beginning, I was a Barney stan. um, (laughs) <laughs> no, I used to, Did according too, to like fact. all the adults okay. in my family, I used to just like stand in my crib and like, when it was dark and it was supposed to be sleeping. And would just sing, I love you. You love me like repeatedly to myself, which makes me think I was probably like seeing spirits or something and like talking to them. Cause I feel like, Babies have like a sixth sense for that kind of stuff, and everyone was too afraid to intervene. Oh my but, goodness, Maya. Yeah, Barney got me through. Uh, so, love Barney, Gullah Gullah Island, um, Captain Planet, <gasps> Mighty Morphin <Wow>. Power Rangers. <sighs> Um, that was like all my shiz. And then we were like, as we're getting older, Um, I watched a lot of all that and like the classic Nick. And then weirdly, my mom was really into Walker, Texas Ranger. And so I watched a lot of Walker, Texas Ranger as a child, like in elementary school. And I think that's why I wanted to be a ninja for a while. Because I was like, whoa, they're like kicking people's butts and doing backflips and stuff. And so... The TV journey began early for me. And then as we grew up, everyone knows I live for Grey's Anatomy now. That's just like a given. I'm a fan, you could say. Grey's has been on since the early 2000s, hasn't it? 2005. Holy crap. 13 years of sunshine. They just (laughs) celebrated their 13th anniversary because, you know, fun fact, Grey's Anatomy actually premiered in March of 2005 on Sundays and then transitioned to Thursdays. I feel like all the Doctor shows were thriving at that time. Wasn't that one like...
1: uh, Wait, shit! Is Nine O Two One O about a doctor?
2: Isn't there a Doctor Nine O? Doctor Nine O Two One O is about a plastic surgeon. Like that's a reality show. Nine O Two One O is was the original one. Was a teen drama with like um, Um. what's her face, Jenny Garth, and. Um, was Chad
0: Michael Murray on that or, or Chase Crawford? Or am I making that shit up?
2: Okay, Chase Crawford was on Gossip Girl and Chad Michael Murray was on One <laughs> Tree Hill. So that was like 25 years later.
0: Awkward. <laughs>
1: so. There was another doctor show that was popular around that time. My mom used to watch it. ER.
2: ER, yeah. With a young Clooney and a young um, Alicia Florrick. I, I can't think of the actress's name, but if you watched The Good Wife, she played Alicia Florrick, And she was on er when she was a nugget wow my you know all the things i love i love television that's just like where my heart and soul
0: live
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, Brand, your turn all right i think if we're starting like way young what i can recall as my first love is blue's clues that was like my yeah, go-to see. children's shoe show i still Casually quote it like the whenever mail happens, like I usually sing the song. Um, <laughs> Here's the mail I never that makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. <laughs> I just love that show. I love that they blew a dude into like pictures and, and that you could all the too. Fancy paper art, yeah. That was a solid kids show. Like I was, and then it was Steve just committed
2: suicide. And oh my god, that was like <laughs> all the drama. But rumor? he totally did oh, shit, it. that is not what happened. It's not true.
0: It's just when we were little like and we got to the age where we were like little assholes and after we were no longer innocent then oh. the rumor was like he did drugs or like killed himself oh, or something they're and like yes, everyone, just, you went know, to jail committed suicide
2: side. but no, you okay. You just almost
1: ruined my entire childhood wow i'm like actually sweating oh my god how did you not hear that rumor <laughs> as a child <laughs> I don't know. I was. I was. I lived in Delaware. I was sheltered. I Delaware I don't know.
0: things. Um, but also, <laughs> I just want to shout out Blue's Clues because was anyone else shook when Blue was actually a gal puppy? Because they were um, uh, subverting our gender norms and expectations. Yeah. They were like, just because Blue is the color blue does not mean Blue has to be for boys.
2: And was it? So a magenta, that? a boy magenta also a girl. Magenta was a boy. I thought magenta was no, also probably. a girl, and that the rumor was that no she was idea. a boy. But she was like. Bow, 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 bow and she' was like burr, 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 burr,
0: burr. honestly awesome. dogs are just like, fucking wow. dogs but I I do love oh, that yeah. subtle like fuck no, your gender magenta norms. Had
1: that like magenta had him magenta. magenta had that real low voice she was like bow, bow, bow. so like oh.
0: she was oh, just,
2: was just a woman sure. with a deep voice
0: boom either boom. way like it was challenging you from day one like
2: yeah you're right
0: wow so, but I would like that to was say, my favorite like, baby show um
2: Blue's Clues had me thinking that if you mixed salt and pepper together, you'd get paprika. And <laughs> that just was A not lie. the case. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> 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 wow. Well, I really forgot about that. The baby yeah. one. Paprika.
1: I was like, oh. And they had like
0: cute little accent. It was like, oh, paprika. I think they were like Italian. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, moving on from, you know, actual baby brand. Um, I also love Power Rangers. That was like getting towards like, um, probably like age five, six. That was my first like action figures fucking obsessed. Um, and I also had like a weird obsession with sailor moon as a youth, like would sing the theme song on the way to pre-K just like, Da, 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 da. I remember theme songs really well <laughs> I could probably oh sing the gosh. words, but let me not put myself on blast like that but anyway Sailor Moon everything um shout out to her like crazy transformations in her long spaghetti hair did um, she like have a date <laughs> her times. son or
2: something weird like something weird happened with time in that show and it was like kind of
0: It's an anime, so, like, don't worry about it. No, but,
2: you know, sometimes, you know, watching it back as an adult, you're like, oh, this is inappropriate. I should not have been watching this at five.
0: Honestly, Sailor Moon, I'm pretty sure had some, like, really intense, like, queer vibes like, in the later seasons, when they introduced some of the other sailors that were totes, like, queer as hell. Um, But I didn't watch deep enough or get back into it as an older person to like understand all that. But, you know, clearly my, my queerness was like thriving at age four. Um,
1: Um, So Maya accidentally segued into my next question. So you can think about it while I tell you my favorite shows, because I want to also participate. (laughs) But my next question is going to be, have you ever tried watching any of those shows that you were watching as a child, as an adult? But while you think about that, I will shout out some of my faves. OK, so I was a real Cartoon Network gal. I was a Powerpuff Girls. I was a Dexter's Laboratory. Retweet. I was an Edna Nettie. Does anyone remember that show? Mike Lewinog.
2: Yeah. Mike Lewinog so and Og in the Lewinog. jungle. Oh, oh, on the island, wherever they were. Where yeah. nobody goes. <laughs>
1: and it had like the really deep voice like throughout the whole theme song (laughs) it was that was that was my shit it lasted all of like three episodes but I loved all three of those episodes um what else uh then oh then remember when like Saturday morning cartoons were a thing
0: hmm I feel like I just watched cartoons all the time, so it didn't matter the day of the week. But like, really? yes, because
1: there were like special ones that came on on Saturday mornings, like Pinky and the Brain was like. Oh, you true. Um, Recess was on Saturday mornings. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it Pinky and the Brain? It was like that show about the two mice that were evil. Oh yeah,
0: that was good stuff. And on Animaniacs.
1: Animaniacs, yep, they all came on on Saturday mornings. Wait, Pinky Saturday and the after Brain noon. weren't evil;
2: they were just misunderstood.
0: Well, the brain was (laughs) low-key trying to take over the world, wasn't he? Wasn't it his thing, world domination?
2: My, okay, quick aside. My seventh grade social studies teacher was obsessed with Pinky and the Brain. Like, when we all left, we got him a Pinky and the Brain statue as a going-away gift. And we used to watch Pinky and the Brain during class and not learn about social studies um, half the time. But whenever I think of that show, I think of it. He also won a gold medal at the Olympics. Random side fact also. Continue. (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think what else I was. uh, Oh, I was a big fan of like all that in the Amanda show. Um, and later I guess Drake and Josh, but then my like big shows on ABC family were like Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, I thought I was getting powers until I was like 16. Um, still waiting. Uh, there was also oh my gosh, brace face was one of my ah, faves. Good one. Yeah, I don't. Um, Angela Anaconda, oh. where it was weird because they cut out their heads and put them on cartoon bodies. It was really
0: fucking weird, but I love that shit.
2: Also, as told by Ginger, that show was angsty as hell. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Macy Gray with the theme. Someone once <laughs> told me that Greg <laughs> got his
2: head gear off and was like super fine. I was like, why am I attracted I to fine. a cartoon right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. There was uh, I feel
1: like there was another show around that time. Oh, Wild Thornberries. I was super into that. <gasps>
0: I loved wild thorn because it was so dope. She could fucking talk to animals. And honestly, a lot of times they were shady. So. So real. Did
2: you say Rugrats? <laughs> You're so great. Did I miss that? No, okay. I did not
0: say Rugrats. I love Rugrats too. There was um, a lot.
1: I've seen that. I've seen that meme about Angelica um, Angelica's mom being like, if Angelica is going to thrive in a male-dominated workplace, then like she needs to eat, sleep, and breathe confidence. Like I was like, oh, that's yeah. These shows were like
2: low key, just like sending you all these subliminal messages, and you just not realize it. I was becoming an empowered yeah. woman, and I just thought I was watching babies talk to each other.
0: <laughs> yo that was good stuff other quality shows because i was definitely more on the cartoons of things like i for whatever reason i couldn't get with like the live action shows because i don't know why but to me that was like those are for girls because i don't know weird gender things <laughs> as a child but i loved hey arnold because the jazzy intro and because like honestly it had like some yeah. really deep episodes he was doing um, loss of his parents also i right like everyone in that boarding house was low-key messed up but like Getting yeah. by. Remember when Mr. Dr. Wynn or Mr. Wynn like sang country? Same.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Uh,
0: I also loved SpongeBob. Like, I know that that's been on for forever, but like the OG seasons of SpongeBob were quality stupidity. Like, have good you seen stuff. that episode with where
2: the Krusty Krab pizza, with pizza episode, the dolphin sound effect, <sighs> and then. I was on Twitter and someone posted the original clip and they're like, legend has it, you only hear the dolphin sound effect when you're underage because SpongeBob was actually swearing in the clip that they posted. And I was like, oh my God, what's (laughs) happening? Am I an adult?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, where they replace cuss words with, like, boat sounds and dolphins. Hilarious. Yep, that was a cuss. He was like, how the, and then dolphin sound, aria. I can't make a dolphin sound. Oh, my God, he was like, I'm going to try, but I'm sick.
2: You, Yes, that was my favorite episode.
0: Rock bottom. Oh, man, good stuff. I'm oh trying. wait, what was, what was the segue question though, no, Ash? I should get back on topic.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Last ones, Taina, although she oh, lasted three Tain-a. episodes. Wow. Wow. I always had my dreams of seeing my like, name
2: in lights.
1: I was going to say my little superstar inside of me was just like, my name's going to be in lights too one day, bitch. Um, but that, and then when I moved on to Disney, obviously like the That's So Ravens, the Lizzie McGuire's, we didn't have Disney Channel until I was 10 which I don't know if that was normal or because it seemed like everyone was already watching things before I got there. But, uh, wow. You know, all those, the Missed girls, out on some the... great
2: Disney years, all those decoms, I will watch those today and still be shook. Freaking Halloween <laughs> town has me scared every time I watch it.
1: But yeah. Okay. So that's the, that was the segue question. What have you tried watching any of your old shows as an adult?
0: Yes, mm.
1: or adult resembling human being because that's what we
0: are.
2: Well, some of them, ironically, so like with the cartoons, I like rewatching as an adult because I realized a lot of them were actually super inappropriate. So when you have things like Ren and Stimpy or Rocco's Modern Life, which were like Rocco, I think worked at a sex phone line or something, and you didn't realize oh that as God, a child. He, yeah, so he worked. He was he worked on a sex hot, uh, phone hotline company. He was a sex hotline operator. That's what. Yeah, what? Rocco. Yes. It's all these weird hidden meetings, And some of the stuff like in some of the Rugrats episodes when they're like looking in their diaper, they're like, there's something pointy in my diaper." Like they're talking about their like penises and stuff. But as a kid, you're like, oh, oh, I do know what it is. So, I'm There so, like, are like BuzzFeed articles dedicated to this that like talk about the inappropriate things that you were watching as a child that you didn't realize it. And then when you think about it, I think of like the movie Utopia where I had a great time watching that as an adult because it had a lot of strong adult messages disguised as children's shit. And so the whole point of these cartoons were like yeah. your parents could sit there and watch it with you and it's like funny to them, but as a kid you're like, "Wow, we're talking babies." And your parents are like, "Wow, social commentary."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that trying to think of like shows that I've rewatched. Cause honestly I don't have cable now. Cause like at the apartment, I just use like Netflix and like Hulu and streaming services. So usually when I'm watching something, it's like something new, but I do, I mean, I don't mind revisiting and watching like some old episodes of cartoons and stuff. Like I still, anytime like it's on, I'll like watch SpongeBob if I'm at home and I still think it's just hilarious and dumb. Um, but one show that sticks out to me that I've rewatched, since i initially watched it probably in high school was avatar the last airbender which was like one of my faves then and i think still holds up as a really solid show because of like solid character development and storytelling like some really like i guess deeper themes and stuff with like political drama and stuff um, like
1: it's a great show
0: uh and i think i'll always just have like a huge imagination and i'm kind of into like the fantasy side of that sort of thing so i like like the cool like bending and the stuff like that i i don't know it just had like a good mix of like actual emotional characters and complex characters and cool action and dope storytelling so i don't know i think it holds up still after the fact that's real well
1: you're just Y'all are just making my transitions for me. This is great. Uh, my next question was like, you were saying how it still holds today because, like, a lot of the themes and stuff were, like, kind of, um, I don't know. I w- maybe groundbreaking is the wrong word, but for a cartoon, it's just, like, kind of complex. So, are there any shows where you're, like, looking back and you're just like, holy crap, like, they were really saying something like that was super influential, whether it was the actual content of the show or it was the cast or, like, are there any shows where you're like, wow, that was, like, That show was made a difference. Yeah, cartoon
2: wise, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like actual like scripted shows, there was a ton. Like the first one that comes to my mind is Fresh Prince. Um,
0: I was about to say that. Oh my god! Yeah, that
2: episode where like Jazz is testifying and he's like, um, they're like Jazz, you can put your hands down. He's like, Nah, I really can't. That guy has a gun. He's like talking about the bailiff Um, about how like you accidentally get five bullets in the back and don't realize it still topical as hell um oh. sister sister i think is one that like has lasted the times for me they talked about a lot of interesting stuff
1: uh i still sing that mary j blige song that she's sang at the talent show yeah that so, she's
2: going down um, <laughs> yeah he's like that Moisha smart guy like even like Girlfriends, which I wouldn't say came out when I was like a child, but was still relatively young. I will rewatch Girlfriends whenever it's on and be like, wow, so speaking to what me. Do you think made them so basically all shows with predominant casts of color. What I just listed without ah. realizing it. Um, yeah.
1: I see. Okay. Brand.
0: Hmm. Honestly, I was trying to think if there's anything or any like shows or characters in particular that stood out to me as like affirming like queerness or anything like that, at least for me as an individual. And it's hard to like grasp at that and come back with anything that seems super meaningful or influential. Um, I feel like when I think of characters that were coded as queer in some way or another, a lot of times they maybe were not the people you were rooting for or were like malicious in nature um, so I don't know I, I I honestly can't think of anything off the top of my head and I, I never watched some of like I guess the more iconic throwback shows that might have depicted actual gay characters like Will and Grace I've never seen um, I've seen like you know an episode or so of I, I was just like didn't maybe I just didn't watch a ton of TV that would have shown me that growing up or if it existed I was like afraid to like watch it or have people know I was watching it um, or something. So honestly, I, I can't think of anything. At least that speaks to me on that like individual level.
2: And if we're thinking like uh, sort of to tack on to that, like influential in terms of like longevity, I think of things like all that that introduced me to the world of like sketch comedy, which I like to this day, I'm very passionate about. And this idea of like, wow, like these kids, literally kids, Manda Bynes, I think was 10 when she started doing all that, are doing these like crazy antics and they like change and be different people. And then they're like the preface for something like Saturday Night Live. And for me, I think I would say that was pretty influential in terms of like loving comedy and sketching and things like that. Sketching. That sounds like drawing, not drawing, sketching, sketching, like sketch comedy, sketch comedy. sketching. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's
1: interesting that when I asked about like shows that were influential, both of you immediately jumped to shows that were like identity affirming um, or that like could potentially have been uh, identity affirming. I don't know. I thought that was interesting because I was just thinking kind of like influential in like the broader sense. Um, but I when I when I like formulated like a semi list in my head, I like not ironically, but and then probably not even strangely, but given that, like, obviously, my and I are both black women, like the, a lot of those shows were like the shows that came to my mind first, too. Um, OK, so then. Given, like, I guess how a lot of these shows like obviously shaped like our childhoods and stuff like that, which is sad that like television is shaping the minds of the youth, but that's a separate topic. Um, do any, like, are there any shows where you're like, I need a reboot of that? And if so, what shows? And if there are reboots out there that you are not a fan of or conceptual reboots, for example, I'm not a fan of this whole Martin reboot. I really just think you should let it live where it is, uh, because it would not fit into the 2018 landscape the same way it did in the nineties, in my humble opinion. Um, but are there any reboots that like, you feel like need to happen shouldn't happen like what are your thoughts
0: Ooh, um, first thing that comes to mind for me is teen titans um i saw this on twitter the other day that somebody like posted and i even retweeted it yes. Ugh, fake news sad about it um i don't think it's real no and what? it was i know i'm sad um I'm so, so like they teen have titans The OG Teen Titans um, that was on Cartoon Network and then they had like the Teen Titans go. That was kind of like a cuter version of it. Um, I don't, which is like fine, but I don't need it. I don't want to watch it. Nope. Teen Titans was another one of those shows that I felt had like a really solid set of like story arcs and they had five seasons and like each season kind of centered on one of the different Titans. But there was still some like strings that were left untied and some things that we wanted to revisit and I would be very into the idea of that actually happening
1: Ooh, when you like said, a final season, when you said five, that reminded me of kids next door, uh, <sighs> number five. I always remember because she, she was the black one. Oh, you remember the episode sorry. about the she bra was also the greatest. And she's like,
2: it's a bra. That's already armor. And I'm like, yes, girl, you better rename the bra.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember that reminded me of that. And then like that same era with like Foster's home for the imaginary, Um, oh wow yeah yeah there's like a whole era like
0: opening a can of amazing shows that i totally forgot about but i don't know if i necessarily need like reboots of all these but i wouldn't be mad if they were like available on netflix
1: agreed i agree with that i personally and i don't know how it would look actually i have an idea of how it would look i have always lived for that 70s show like that 70s show was my shit and i really feel like if they all had kids and like had gotten married to whoever Eric and Donna, I feel like that needed to die. Didn't need to be a thing, but I also didn't necessarily want to see Donna with anyone else. I feel like she could be like a thriving single mom who adopted some kids, whatever. All of them like should have kids who then get into antics. And I feel like it would have to be, I guess, like the nineties now because it was always like 20 years kind of back, which made it like nostalgic, but also allowed them to make like commentary on what had happened during that time. But I would like I would go up for that 70s show reboot.
2: Um, I cannot think of a single reboot that has happened that I'm a fan of or one that I can like think that I would want to see again because aside from the fact of the laziness behind rebooting something, because there's so much like untapped talent out there that has original ideas that are just being tossed to the wayside because Joe Schmo from the nineties decided he wanted to work again in 2018 was like, what if we got the gang back together? Like, and they're banking on this idea of nostalgia and like nostalgia is always going to get you points with audiences, which is why people go up when like, a character makes a five second appearance in a film, they're like, oh my God, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the Terminator again. Remember when he did it the first time? Like, yeah, we get it. You like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I, I'm not here for the era of reboots. Like give Joe Schmo, nobody a chance to write something new and good for you and make it like in the same world as maybe your favorite show. So there's like a weird crossing of paths. So like if we wanted to reboot something like Sister, Sister, don't reboot Sister, Sister, write a new show, but have like Tia in an episode or something and be like, oh, they're living in the same world as like Sister, Sister. That would be really cool for me. I like that kind of stuff where the worlds are interconnected, but I hate reboots so much.
1: I mean, I haven't, I agree that I haven't seen a good one yet. I've heard good things about Raven's reboot, but because of her, uh, I'm from everywhere on the con or on the country of Africa comment, which was just a lot for me. I have not touched it. And, uh, but in like Fuller house was just a, they're riding yeah. on like pure nostalgia. I and seen it a keeps good getting freaking here, new seasons.
2: But, <laughs> so many new seasons of Fuller House. I don't understand it. Yeah. Because it makes some people what? who like live for Fuller House. It's weird.
1: Uh, uh, no, but I mean, I think, I think when done right, uh, I, I, I'm always down for a good reboot. Like it, I know it's like, like you said, like in some ways it's tacky because it's like, oh, let's just revisit something we've already done. But in other ways, it's like, I don't know. I like I do like watching the things that like remind me of my childhood, except done in like a new or and or. Yeah, I just don't think way, anyone's done you know? it
2: well, so the standard of comparison is all bad, which is why everyone's like, let's try again. And it's still bad. The only things I think, well, I don't know, like Brandon <laughs> talked about Will and Grace, which was rebooted this past year. Apparently it's fine. Like I didn't watch the original, not going to watch the reboot. And then like we had like an almost sex in the city reboot. But then you found out that the chick who plays Samantha hates everyone. So I'm like, you know, I don't think they want it either. But alas.
1: yeah and then uh cynthia nixon's running for governor so she has bigger plans i guess but um on that note uh go rewatch some stuff from your past maybe it'll bring you some joy maybe you realize that everything you liked as a child was trash or inappropriate but
0: like write the new new write the new new write the new classic
1: so yeah on that note uh, i think we'll take
2: a break All right, folks. Um, I'm actually going to throw a wrench into our previously scheduled programming because I just like was not feeling men this week at all. Um, As a species, they annoy me generally, but I think this week they've just been extra annoying. I don't know why. So I just did not feel it in me to take moments out of our precious time to like lift some man up and talk about him. So instead of taking precious moments of our time to talk about the lesser species, instead, I think we're going to introduce another segment idea that we have been tossing around titled novel ideas, uh, An idea, titled idea. I love it. It's so meta. Anyway, so novel ideas. They're just the things that come to you where you're like, damn, how has no one thought of this before? And truth is, probably someone has thought of it before, but they haven't told you about it, so it's yours. Patent that shit immediately. All right. So the novel idea that I've been working on lately is, and bear with me, folks, we remove... The concept of like a drinking age, but instead say if you want to drink alcohol, you have to A, be a high school graduate, B, be registered to vote, and C, have a valid form of ID. Maybe not C, because, you know, that's difficult for people who maybe don't want to have an ID. But, you know, this is my idea. Remove a drinking age, require a high school diploma instead. Interesting. Hmm.
1: You know, we could we could get into the logistics of this. I feel like there's some meat to work with here
2: because it's dumb. Like, you know, why am I at 21 much more trusted to have an alcoholic beverage than I was 24 hours ago at 20.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all in favor of those places where like the drinking age is 18, but really they don't have a drinking age because everyone just drinks and then like they have far lower levels of alcoholism because it's not this like glorified thing that yeah. you can drink. I think that concept yeah, is interesting. Yeah, this idea
2: of, like people want it more because you won't let them have it. So make them have to like work for it but the work that they're doing is productive and not just aging <laughs> they're like having to go to school my immediate
1: my immediate thought was of course like what about the people who can't get or high school degrees you know it's like what about those people who have to go into the workforce at 16 or who suffer some sort of trauma that prevents them from going to school because obviously that's exactly where my mind jumps first but like I said, I think this is a workable novel idea. Like it's not—I I don't feel like it's completely novel, which is the the like I guess the beauty of it.
0: So, wait, was part of it that people have to be registered to vote? Yes. Again, wow, that's interesting. I guess we'd have like a higher voter registration.
2: Yeah, like I know like for me, they we all got registered to vote when we um when we graduated high school, like when we were doing. High school graduation practice, which is stupid that you have to practice walking across the stage, but that's a conversation for another day. They like had us all fill out voter registration cards because they had the entire graduating class sitting there for three hours a day. So I'm like, that's one way to get it done. But now they're like, oh, you want a beer? Register to vote.
1: I'm about this.
2: Obviously, it's a very flawed plan. You know, there's like things to think of, like, oh, as you said, people who don't have the opportunity to finish high school or, you know, maybe, maybe, not, maybe they shouldn't be drinking. Maybe they should be focusing on work.
1: <laughs> or maybe that's why you need a damn drink.
2: <laughs> but you won't need and you won't know you need a drink because you won't like get the understand the concept. Like at six, I wasn't like, man, I need a drink. (laughs) I was like, man, I need a juice box. I'm parched. I need some high fructose corn syrup. That day on the playground was rough. You didn't crave vodka as a toddler? What? No, (laughs) that didn't come till my (laughs) preteens. But all right.
1: (laughs) That's our novel idea for this week, y'all. Moving right along. I think we have a bop, Brandon. Francis with the it's bop.
0: true it's true word on the street yes so I thought long and hard about this today and I was gonna pick um one of the songs off the weekend's new album but I was like honestly you've already fucking heard it so Let me just pick something that maybe you wouldn't have listened to otherwise out in this world. Um, So I'm not usually a country gal, but um, this lovely woman, um, Casey Musgraves, who has put out like, I think, two or three albums now. She just released a new one called Golden Hour um, this week. And her country is always kind of infused with some more modern ideas and kind of like opinionated stances um, than you might see in a lot of like traditional or standard country music. Um, And a song on there that I've been bopping to a lot recently is called High Horse. And keeping with the theme of uh, men are trash uh, (laughs) of this week, as um, Maya so eloquently put it, this song is actually basically Her just being like, wow, you really think that you're hot shit and you don't even realize that every time you open your fucking mouth, I want to like get up and leave the room. Like you make people (laughs) cringe, Um, but it's all to like this to this cute, like bippity boppity boopity, like just fun, upbeat melody that has like it, it, it doesn't sound very. It's not like twangy country. It's like pop country I don't know. Just just listen y'all. I think it's cute, um, and maybe you will too. So with that, here is High Horse by Casey Musgraves. Oh, I bet you think you're John. that you enjoy why does her
2: name sound so familiar is she also like did she win an (laughs) um a what's that music award a Grammy like in the last two or three years Um, a Grammy
0: or like a CMA she's definitely been nominated and won a couple things she's pretty new on the scene she's only been out for I want to say like three or four years so she's not like she's not like Carrie Underwood or someone who's been around the block a few times um but she definitely has kind of her own little um I guess, what is the word? I never say this right. Niche. 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 I think it's your niche. Niche. So I feel like she has her own little niche within that genre. Um, but I would definitely recommend giving it a listen. Like, I'm not about every song on the album. I'm never going to be like 100% a country gal, but I do enjoy a lot of her um, little individual bops.
2: Cool. I can dig it. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at her award and she won a Grammy in wow 2014 for best country album look at her yeah her name sounded really familiar
0: yeah I think that was her first one that's cool yeah but look her up people And with that, we are at the end of another exciting episode of Diet Starts Monday. Thanks for joining us, friends. Uh, As you know, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. Uh, Make sure you subscribe, rate, comment, all the good stuff. Um, let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you, whether that's thoughts around any of the topics discussed, uh, your own ideas for the bops or the asks from week to week. We'd love to hear your input. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSMPod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. And you can always email us at DietStartsMondayPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your feelings. We love it. With that, I'm Brandon. I'm Aj,
2: and I'm Maya.
0: And our diet starts Monday, but I chew. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by Maya Dowie with production support from the entire DSM squad, including Brandon Shatt and Ajane Truss. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Shatt and approved by Queen B. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast.
2: No, I get it, though. It's like, I think I don't think it was like a vicious thing. I think it was like a I'm going to bite you like I do that to people. It was a love bite.